Before I came to St. Paul's and to St. Martin's, I was a children and youth minister at an Episcopal church in the San Francisco Bay Area. And part of my role was designing the curriculum for Sunday school and coordinating our volunteers. When we taught the parable that we heard in this morning's gospel in our Sunday school classroom, we would say to the children, close your eyes and picture a kingdom. After a moment, we would ask them to describe what they saw. A giant castle with a throne covered in gold. A king, a queen, and their knights in shining armor. Children's imaginations draw them towards the stuff of fairy tales. Our minds produce what we know of kingdoms from our experience in this world. In our gospel this morning, it is like Jesus already knows what our answers might be to the question, what is a kingdom like? His parable responds to this prompt, and Jesus tells us, God's kingdom cannot be bound by what we deem a kingdom on earth. When we say, a kingdom is of great size, Jesus says, God's kingdom is so small, it is like a mustard seed that you can hardly see. Look, this tiny seed, if tended, it will grow into something large enough to house the birds of the air. When we say, a kingdom is powerful with great shows of strength, Jesus counters, God's kingdom has power that works in ways that are not always evident, like yeast that causes flour to rise. When we say, a kingdom is wealthy with many assets and resources, Jesus tells us God's kingdom has treasure that is out of sight, a wealth that is hidden, that has nothing to do with money or belongings, but rather with goodness and virtue. When we say, a kingdom must have important people, Jesus responds, God's kingdom takes each person, honors them, and treats them as worthy. It does not designate one person as more valuable than another, but names each of us as a beloved child of God. Now when Jesus teaches us about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, he's not describing an elusive place where we will go when we die. Jesus is talking about us here and now. We are the kingdom of God. You are the field in which God has sowed a tiny mustard seed to be tended. You will become like a mighty tree where birds make their home. You are the flower to which God had, has added yeast to leaven. You will become like bread to feed many people. You are the keeper of treasure which God has hidden in you. God claims you as God's own. You are the bearer of fine pearls, which when found and shined up, God loves with all God's might. You are the net which holds fish, where God preserves the good and sets aside the bad. We are all these things, and so it is our duty to tend the seed, to knead the dough, to shine the pearl, and to foster the good. I returned a couple of weeks ago from the Episcopal Youth event. 
It was a magnificent and transformative gathering of over a thousand high schoolers from all over the world in the Episcopal Church. The event was a beautiful glimpse of the kingdom of heaven. One of the songs we sang during worship together was entitled Montaña. It is a song sung in Spanish with the words, Si tuvieras fe como un grano mostaza, esto lo dice el Señor, tu le diarias a la montaña muevete, esa montaña se movera. If you had faith like a grain of mustard, this the Lord says, you would tell the mountain to move, and that mountain would move. Imagine a chorus of 1,500 enthusiastic, passionate humans singing these words as one voice. It was powerful. At events like this, mustard seeds are planted. It was at the Episcopal Youth event in 2005 as a junior in high school that I first felt a call to ministry. It was the first time that I understood how vast and broad the Episcopal Church is and how the church acts to transform people and the world. During the Episcopal Youth event as a high schooler, I had the blessing of mentors who walked alongside me and showed me, by example, and sometimes in a more straightforward way, what it means to be a Christian in the world. They named things in me that I could not see myself, like the person in the parable who knows of the hidden treasure or who finds a pearl and shines it up. This Friday, I returned from spending the week at Dick Johnson Children's Camp, a camp most of you know well and a ministry of the church which many of you support. It was a community of about 40 children who have or have had a parent who is in prison. A dozen or so counselors who are committed to creating a safe and inclusive space, and a handful of volunteers who work, to, work hard to offer therapeutic and formative experiences for the campers. Now I could tell you story upon story about the campers that would break your heart, fill you with compassion, or make you laugh. Most of the campers have experienced more heartbreak in their young lives than many adults. But instead, I want to tell you about the counselors, the Camp Mitchell summer staff that will put on eight full weeks of camp this summer. It was their care and dedication to serving the campers that I found truly beautiful. They held such goodwill and intention during the week, which was probably the toughest week of camp during the whole summer session. They spent all week helping to uncover hidden treasure in the children. They affirmed them and loved on them, helped them manage conflict, and had hard conversations about experiences in the world. They named the good and set aside the bad. They found the pearls. The counselors were patient and kind, even when they were tired. And because of the counselors' commitment to being the face of Christ, 40 children had the opportunity to know the love of God. This is what it looks like to live out the parable of today's gospel. The stuff of this parable is ordinary, everyday stuff. Seeds and yeast, treasure, pearls and fish. And we can have this kind of deep and full faith if we just pay attention and spend time to foster ourselves. 
If we have faith like a mustard seed, if we have love like yeast in dough, if we take care like the owner of a single valuable pearl, if we steward like the fisher with a full net, through Christ we can transform ourselves and the world. Amen.